So you have an upcoming book launch, but when it comes to ads, where do you start? In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you what I've been doing to plan out the launch of my wife's next book in a series. So I'm going to be sharing the ad platforms, the promo sites, the costs, the objective, the strategy, the pre-launch, the day-to-day tasks during the launch, the post-launch and everything in between. Let's discuss. Welcome back to the Author Ads Academy podcast. This is episode eight. I'm your host, Matt Holmes, and I'm honored to be spending some time with you today. I hope you're having a fantastic week. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I want to ask you a question. Are you spending money on ads, but you're just not seeing the results and the returns that you'd hope for? Or are you brand new to ads and you just don't know where to start? I know what it's like, and it can be incredibly overwhelming to start something new, to spend money on ads, to put your work out into the world. But if you truly want to build a sustainable career as an author, gone are the days where you can rely on Amazon and the other retailers to do 100% of the work for you. In my opinion, advertising is becoming almost a necessity to reach readers on a large scale. So if you're looking for one-on-one support with your Facebook, Amazon or BookBub ads, I have something that can help. With my author ads power hours, together we'll look at your ad accounts, we can review your ads, we can discuss ways to optimise, improve and scale your current campaigns, or if you're brand new to ads and have no idea where to start, together we can set up your first campaigns. And if you need some guidance and support planning for an upcoming launch or promotion, we can build out a step-by-step plan together, as well as a strategy that works for you, your books, your readers and your budget. So to find out more about the Author Ads Power Hours and to book your free 20-minute discovery call with me and to see if we're a good fit to work together, head on over to matthewjhomes.com forward slash work. So without further ado, let's jump into today's topic, which is what I'm doing to plan for the launch of my wife's upcoming book. First then, let's give you some context about the books and the new book. So It's a fantasy romance series that she's currently writing. There are three books out already. There's book one and book two. And there's also a companion novel that goes along with book two. And we'll be launching book three this coming Friday, which is the 30th of April. All the books are exclusive to Amazon. So we'll be running a Kindle countdown deal for seven days. So it's going to run from the 30th of April to the 6th of May. Now, books one and two and the companion novel are all going to be at 99 cents for the seven days or 99 pence in the UK. So Kindle Captain deals are only available in the USA and the UK. So that's where we're going to be spending the majority of the advertising budget. Now, I'm not expecting many sales of the companion novel. This is because it's not part of the main series. So... As I'm going to be sending a lot of traffic to the series page on Amazon, the companion novel comes under the related content rather than part of the main series. So the related content books aren't actually visible on the Amazon series pages at this moment in time. Hopefully they will be in the future, but for the moment they're not. So the companion novel isn't going to get a lot of eyeballs to it, but it's already appearing on also bots on the other books in the series. So as I'm going to be sending traffic to books one and two individually as well as the series page then it's going to get a little bit more notice but I'm not expecting huge numbers with that companion novel. Now book three the new release is going to be at 2 dollars 
for the launch. Then after the launch, it's going to be going up to the full price of $3.99. So we've already had a pre-order running for four days as I record this episode. And the pre-order went live seven days before the official launch. Now, I don't like setting up long pre-orders on Amazon as it can do more harm than good when it comes to the algorithm and the way the algorithm works. So I find that a seven to 10 day pre-order is a sort of sweet spot for books that are exclusive to Amazon. You can go much longer with pre-orders on Amazon, but I've found that yeah, the seven to 10 days is the optimum time frame really. Now then, traffic. So how am I gonna be sending traffic to the books for the launch and the Kindle countdown deal? So I'm gonna be using the three platforms that I love the most, that's Facebook ads, Amazon ads, and BookBub ads. I'm also gonna be using the email list we've got, and I've got some promo sites booked, which we'll discuss later. We have also tried something a little bit new this time. So we've contacted some magazines in the UK to see if they would want to run some articles on Laurie and her books. We've only had one come back to us so far, so they've written an article that's gonna be going live over the next few days. So we'll see how that performs. Not expecting big things from that, but we thought it was worth a try. And we've also contacted some influencers, mainly on YouTube. So you, you know, booktubers, YouTubers. Again, we only have one of those come back to us. So we'll see how that goes as well. The YouTubers, the booktubers, they didn't offer anything for free. They only had paid marketing options with them because of their really large audiences. So we haven't heard back from them yet in terms of what those costs actually are. So hopefully we're here in the next couple of days because the launch is only three days away as I record this. So we'll see if we don't hear anything, we don't hear anything and we'll just play it by year and perhaps use them next time. So moving on then, budget. So in pounds, it's about 2,200 pounds that we're budgeting for this, which is just over $3,000 at today's exchange rate. So I've got planned out I've sort of allocated about £2,000 in terms of ad costs and things, but I always like to have a little bit of headroom, so that's why I've just bumped it up to sort of £2,200, just because I can get a little bit excited when I th see things working well. So I like to have that little bit of headroom. So the ultimate strategy then for this launch is to make a big entrance, but to make an even bigger exit. Now, what do I mean by this? I mean that we want to come in with a bang, but we want to end the seven-day launch at the highest possible rank in the Amazon store, with book one particularly, as this will lead people into the series. But I also want to reach a strong rank with books two and three as well. But book one is the key, really, because this is where readers are going to start their journey into the series. So that's a quick overview of the strategy and some context of the books. So let's now move on to the objectives. Objective number one then is to push book one into the top 1000 on amazon.com and amazon.co.uk. Now I know this is possible because I've done it before. So in the amazon.com store, we got to about 700 and on amazon.co.uk, we got to about 400 in the stores. So that was with a smaller budget. So this time we've got a little bit more budget to spend, so I'd like to try and push that a little bit higher if I can. Objective number two is to get books two and three into at least the top 5,000 on amazon.com and amazon.co.uk. Again, this is possible because with book two in a previous promotions, we've got book two up to the top 2,000, I believe. 
Book 3 is a brand new release, so I've got no idea how that's going to perform, but the pre-orders are strong. At the moment, and we're only on day four of the pre-order time frame, so that's looking really good. And there'll be a lot of people who have seen the pre-order, but they're in Kindle Unlimited, so they won't bother pre-ordering it because they can't actually read it anyway. So they'll probably be ordering it on the day it comes out or during that seven-day period when the book's got lots of visibility. Objective number three, then, is to discover whether Amazon ads can be beneficial in a time-sensitive promotion or launch. They do work on their own sort of time frame, uh, slow. So in a seven day launch or promotion window, it's unlikely we're gonna see big results from them, but I wanted to see what's actually possible. I've used them before for launches and promotions and never got particularly great results from them. They tend to start kicking in after the actual uh, launch or promo. So, I'm going to see what I can do this time to try and get them working a little bit sooner. Objective number four. So BookBub ads. What I want to do with BookBub ads is to refine the targets that deliver strong CTRs that I can use for future promotions and launches. So I've already got several targets, several authors that have worked well in the past that I'm going to be using for this launch. But I'd like to build on that list really and get some more targets that I can use going forward. A bigger pool, if you like, to choose from for future promos and launches. So that's what I want to achieve with BookBub ads. I also want to find some more ad creatives that work with BookBub. So I've already got a couple that work really, really well, but I'd like to, again, have a bigger pool to choose from going forward. Not too many, but probably five or six that I can use going forward that are all really, really strong because ad creative does die out, it does fatigue, so I don't want to be burning out the same audiences with the same ads. So I like to have a good strong pool of ads and author targets that I can use for BookBub. Objective number five then is to generate a long tail of KU page reads, Kindle Unlimited page reads after the launch period. And I wanna try and pin book one into the top 10,000 for as long as possible. If I can, I want to try and really pin it in the top 5,000 because of the extra visibility this is going to create. It's already hovering around the five to 7,000 range on amazon.com. This is pre-launch. So ideally after the launch, if we can keep it in the top 5,000, that would be fantastic. Now the long tail of KU page reads, because of the extra visibility the books have got during the launch period, then after the launch, because people have borrowed it, we should start seeing a lot of page reads come in over the following sort of three to four weeks usually as people dive into the books and start reading as part of their KU subscription. Objective six then is to sell at least 2,000 books over the course of the seven day launch window. So in the previous promotion we did, we did about 1,500 sales over the seven day period. And again, that was a Kindle countdown deal, but it was just a promotion rather than a launch. So this time, with an extra book in the series and the pre-orders we've already got, which are really strong, I would hope that we can at least get to the 2000 mark in terms of number of sales, number of books sold. And we've also got a bigger budget this time as well, so that's in our favor. So that's the final objective that I've got for this launch. Let's now then briefly cover the pre-order and what I've been doing for the pre-order side of things. So 
for the pre-order, I'm just focusing on advertising on Facebook ads. And I'm just retargeting people who have engaged with posts, ads, or the Facebook page over the past 365 days. I'm not targeting cold audiences because this is book three of a series. So I don't think it makes sense to target book three of a series that needs to be read in order. I only tend to advertise book one to cold audiences. The biggest audiences we have for the books are USA, the UK, Canada, and Australia. The bulk of it, about 80% is America, so the USA, and then the rest of the 20% is made up of UK, Canada, and Australia. So the bulk of the budget for these retargeting ads for the pre-order is going to the USA. So I'm just using one ad image for all the ads, and I'm testing three different pieces of ad copy or primary text. Now all the ads have good engagement, low CPCs, cost per clicks, and strong CTRs, click-through rates. Now there are two ads that are doing the bulk of the legwork, so I'm tempted to switch off the third ad that isn't getting much budget. Although it's performing well in terms of CPCs and CTRs, it's just not getting a lot of budget from Facebook, so I'm thinking to switch that off. And outside of Facebook ads for the pre-order, the only other thing we're doing really is using the email list. So we've already sent one email to the list with a link to the pre-order, and that was about three days ago. Where are we now? Tuesday. So it's, yeah, it's about three days ago. Um, and about a week before that, so about two weeks ago, we revealed the cover to the email list. So I'll also be sending one more email to the list the day before the launch about book three. So a final sort of call to action, if you like, to pre-order the book. Budget-wise then, for the pre-order, we're spending around £15 a day on the Facebook ads and there'll be a lot of people who see the ads and have seen the emails who are in Kindle Unlimited, so they're a Kindle Unlimited subscriber. And there's no point them pre-ordering the book because they're in Kindle Unlimited because they'll get it for free on Friday when it launches anyway. So we should get a lot of borrows on Friday and over the course of the seven day of the launch window. Now then, let's move on to the ads themselves and for the actual launch. So we'll start with the Facebook ads. So I've been testing new audiences over the past three to four weeks and I've found some winners. So what I'm gonna be doing is stacking these winning audiences into single ad sets. So here we go, this is what we're gonna be doing. I've got three campaigns for the launch in Facebook ads. I've got one campaign for the USA, one for the UK, and one that is a retargeting campaign. And the retargeting campaign is just advertising book three. I've also got a carousel ad in there that's advertising all the books in the series, but primarily it's gonna be focusing on advertising book three to people who have already engaged with ads in the past or the page or posts, so they're already aware of the series. Now the other campaigns, the USA and the UK one, I've got four ad sets within each campaign. These are both CBO campaigns and there's four ads within each ad set. So what are these ad sets made up of? So the first ad set is a 1% lookalike audience. This is something that is a little bit advanced for Facebook ads, but once you get the hang of it, it's pretty simple to understand and it's one of the best performing audiences you can have. We'll cover lookalikes in a future episode because it's a bit too deep to go into in this episode. So 
The first ad set is a 1% lookalike audience. The second ad set is authors. So I've taken the best performing authors over the past few weeks and put them into a single ad set. I've tested these audiences individually so I know they work. So I, all I'm doing is stacking the best performing authors into a single ad set to create much bigger audiences because Facebook really prefers the larger audiences. So a million plus, particularly in the USA. The third ad set is genres. So I've been testing different sort of genres such as historical fiction, romantic fantasy and various other genres. And I've stacked all those genres that have been performing well over the past few weeks into a single ad set. And finally, the fourth ad set is TV shows and films. So I've tested different films and TV shows that have a sort of fantasy element to them. Some have a historical element to them. And again, I've taken those best performers and stuck them into a single ad set. I'm also narrowing each of these audiences, each of these ad sets by using the Kindle, Kindle Store, Amazon Kindle, and Kindle Fire interests in the ad set targeting, the detailed targeting section of the ad sets. So that's what I'm doing for Facebook ads. And Facebook ads is receiving the majority of the budget. So I'm gonna be spending around a thousand pounds over the course of the seven days with Facebook, which is equivalent to around $1,400. Next then, let's look at the BookBub ads. So I've already got a few audiences that have worked well in the past, so I'm gonna be using these on the final three days of the launch. I also have a few ad creatives that have worked well in previous campaigns, so I'll be tweaking these to suit this current launch in terms of the dates that are on the ad creative and I'm gonna be using these. The first four to five days of the launch, I'm gonna be testing new audiences that I've never tested before with BookBub ads, and also testing some new ad creative. Then, once I've found the winners, I'm gonna be using these on the final two to three days of the launch window, and putting bigger budgets behind them. So I always test at smaller budgets, around six to eight dollars per day per campaign per target per author if you like and then once I've found a winner I'll scale those up for the final two to three days of the launch window and I like to scale pretty hard with bookbub ads because it can it can take it and bookbub ads do convert really well because it's a platform where readers are looking for deals on books which is exactly what a kindle countdown deal is its deals on a book and the scarcity element of a Kindle countdown deal really helps with conversion as well. So with book ads, I'm gonna be spending around 450 to 500 pounds on them. So this is around $600 on book ads I'm gonna be spending over the course of the seven days. Next, Amazon ads. So as I mentioned earlier, these are very slow to get traction and they're not overly useful for a short launch window based on my experience, but I'd like to try and challenge that this time. So we'll see what we can do with those. They do tend to be better for ongoing and evergreen sales or page reads. So there's something you sort of, I wouldn't say ignore and let run in the background, but they do run in the background. You just need to keep an eye on them. Perhaps once a week come in. I like to come in once a week and just tweak them and see how the results are going, how they're performing. I perhaps add in a few new targets once a week. So they're relatively hands-off compared to something like Facebook or BookBub ads. So I'm gonna try and set these Amazon ads up today or tomorrow, so before launch day. If I'd had more time, I would have set these up last week, but I've been proofreading Laurie's new book, as well as looking after the twins. So 
Thankfully, my parents stepped in and looked after the twins for three days, which meant I could carry on proofreading the book and also focus on building out the ads. But I've been focusing on the Facebook and BookBub ads because these always provide the best return on investment for me. So I'm only going to be advertising the Amazon ads in the USA for this launch because that's where the bulk of the audience is for Laurie's books and where we get the best return for Amazon ads in the past. So the UK never seemed to perform particularly well. I think that's just because the fantasy books do better in the USA than they do in the UK. That's just based on my experience. That's not fact by any means. So I'm just going to be spending around $10 per day on the Amazon ads. And to be honest, I'll be amazed if Amazon actually spend half of that. It can be hard to get Amazon to actually spend money. So I may come in and pump up the budget on day three or four if nothing seems to be happening with the Amazon ads or it's all just a little bit slow. With the Amazon ads, I'm keeping things really simple. I've got two campaigns. I've got an ASIN campaign. So I'm targeting ASIN, so the actual books themselves using the individual ASIN numbers that Amazon provides for every book in its store. So these are also called product targeting campaigns. And I'm going to be targeting the relevant books in the top 100 list of the three categories that are listed on Laurie's uh, book product page for her book one. So these are the categories that she's already in with her book and I'm just targeting the relevant books within those categories. So at the moment I've got around 50 ASINs, 50 books within this campaign. Now the second campaign is going to be keywords. So this is going to be a keyword targeting campaign. So what I'm doing with this is targeting the authors of the books that are in Laurie's also bought. I've chosen around 30 authors that write similar books to Laurie's. I don't like using book titles as keywords because a lot of books can have the same name but be completely different books in completely different genres. So this is why I prefer to use the ASINs, the product targeting side of things, when targeting actual books. I'm going to leave the Amazon ads running after the launch just to see if they can pick up a bit. They do have a tendency to favour books that have had a good sales history. So over the course of the seven day of the launch, the book should have a good sales history for that time. So we'll see how they perform. I'll just keep them running for a few weeks after and see if they can gain a bit of traction for us. Now let's look at the promo sites that I'm going to be using. So what I've done is I've stacked the promo sites for the final two days of the launch window. Apart from a couple of sites which didn't have room on the final two days of the launch, so they've gone on to day five instead rather than six or seven. Here's a list of the promo sites that I'm using for this launch. Books Butterfly, E-Reader News Today, Bargain Booksy, Book Barbarian, Book Cave, Book Runes, Many Books, Book Bassett, Fussy Librarian, Book Barbarian, E-Reader IQ, Book Doggy and Book Sense. I've also just booked a promotion with BK Knights, I think you pronounce it, and they are a book promoter on Fiverr.com. They have a really good uh, track record for promoting books, and it costs about, I think it's about $10. So it's really, really good value, and they seem to get really good results as well, based on my experience. And you see them talked about a lot in the author world. So... That's one that I've just added into the list as well. 
In total then I'm spending around $600 on promo sites for this launch and as I mentioned that's all going to be on the last two days of the launch so day six and seven with a couple that are going to be going out on day five. Now the Books Butterfly one it's one of their more expensive packages so they are spreading the promotion out on their side of things on days five, six and seven rather than just a single day they're spreading out over three days. We'll now take a quick look at the pre-launch then. So what I've been doing over the past few weeks and past few days to plan for this launch. So as a quick overview then, let's have a look. So four weeks before the launch, I was booking the promo sites because you do have to book quite far in advance. Even four weeks ahead, I missed out on a couple of promo sites that I really like to book with, but they were fully booked for the day we had planned for this launch. I was also planning out the Facebook ad structure. This is the platform that I put the most time into because I get the best results from it. So I like to plan out everything in a Google Sheets spreadsheet. So the audiences, the structure, the campaigns, the ad sets. I couldn't do all of it because I didn't have the new audiences that I was planning to test over the past few weeks. So I could still add in audiences that have worked well previously, but I've been tinkering with this structure, the ad sets, and everything for a while now. So I started planning this yet yeah, about four weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we did a cover reveal to the email list and we also posted it on social media. This just helps with building hype and anticipation for the launch. About one week before the launch, we set up the pre-order, as I mentioned, and we emailed the list about the pre-order being available. And I also set up the Kindle countdown deal inside of the KDP dashboard for books one and two and the companion novel. And over the past few days, we've been posting on social media every day, just a quick graphic that I've made in Photoshop with a sort of countdown. So it's got a picture of the book itself as like a 3D version of the book. And it also has a big number that says five days. And next to that, there is also a little quote from the book itself. So it gives people a little teaser of what's to come in the book. We tried boosting these posts, but to be honest, they weren't particularly successful. The cost per clicks were really, really high and they didn't really do much for us. I've tried boosted posts before. They've never performed great. So I'd just like to try putting a little bit of money behind them each time just to see how the performance goes, if they've improved at all. But no, they're not particularly great. You're much better off spending the time and the money on Facebook ads building Facebook ads inside the ads manager. I've also been spending a lot of time inside of Photoshop, building out the ad creative for the Facebook ads and the BookBub ads. And speaking of BookBub ads, I've been through and done a lot of research into authors that I want to target for this launch. So I've got a list of around 40 to 50 authors that I want to test during the first four to five days of the launch. And of those, we'll find some winners that we can then scale up for the final couple of days of the launch window. So I've been doing that as well over the past few days in between proof reading, looking after twins. So, so two to three days before the launch, which is around about now, we're going to be writing and scheduling the email to send to the email list on the day before the launch and launch day itself. We're going to remind them about the special launch price of $2.99 rather than $3.99. And it just gives another reason to get in touch and keep in touch with your email list. You will naturally get a couple of unsubscribes from people, but that's fine. That's absolutely fine. You don't, you don't want people 
on your list who are never going to buy books from you. So don't be scared of unsubscribers when you do send several emails running up to during and after a launch. So the day before the launch, what I'm going to be doing is scheduling the BookBub ads. So I've got all the Facebook ads planned out. I spoke to my Facebook ads rep yesterday and we talked through the strategy we're going to be following for this launch. And she gave me a few pointers here and there. So that was really, really beneficial. The Facebook ads are ready to go. They're all scheduled to start on Friday morning. So the BookBub ads, I'm going to be setting those up on Thursday, the day before the launch, with these new author targets that I want to test, as well as some new ad creative I'm going to be testing. So that's a run up to the launch, the pre-launch period. Let's now look at what I'm going to be doing during the launch itself. So day one, we're going to start testing the Facebook, Amazon and BookBub ads, testing the targeting and the creative. We're also going to be emailing the list, the email list about the new book that's come out and post on social media as well. The email is already scheduled, so there's not too much to do with that. I just want to check that it's actually gone out and I want to check that the Facebook ads have actually turned on as well. The Amazon ads and the BookBub ads. Now, day one, you don't want to be tinkering at all with the ads, particularly Facebook. You want to just let them run for at least that day. In an ideal world, I like to leave them running for seven days, but you can't do that with a seven day launch window. So at least leave them for that first day. Don't tinker with the Facebook ads at all. Amazon ads, just let them run, ignore those. They'll just run in the background and do their own thing. With BookBub ads, because we're based in the UK, there's around an eight hour time difference between us and where the BookBub ads team is located. So the BookBub email goes out around six or 7 a.m. Pacific time. So that's around about two or three o'clock UK time. So with BookBub ads, you'll get the most impressions, the most action on your ads when that email goes out. So I like to keep a check on the BookBub ads dashboard around 3 to 4 p.m. UK time and see how things are performing. And if something's doing well, I might creep the budget up even on day one of a target a campaign that's doing really well, just a touch. And I'll also track everything in the spreadsheet that I use for tracking my ads. Now day two, continue testing ads. I'm going to increase the ad spend on the Facebook ads just by around five to 10% because I just want to build the Facebook ads budgets up for the big push on the final two days. So I don't want to do a big jump from day one budget to the day six and seven budget. I want to gradually build it up over the seven days or the five days before the final two days. And what I'm doing on day two as well is just setting up some new BookBub ads. So testing some new targets that I've got in my spreadsheet to keep track of. And that's pretty much it for day two. I'll keep a check on the Amazon ads just to see how they're performing. And day three then is much of the same as day two, testing new BookBub ads targets, increasing the ad spend on Facebook, keeping a check on the Amazon ads. I'll also come in and look at the Facebook ads themselves on day three. So to see which creative Facebook is preferring, which one is getting the most budget, the ad sets that are getting the most budget because we're using CBO, so campaign budget optimization, Facebook is going to favor one or two of the ad sets within the campaign. If you want to know more about CBO, campaign budget optimization, I did an episode on this last week. I'll link to that in the show notes. 
Day four, again, much of the same as day two and three. So scaling up the Facebook ads a little bit more now. So I'm scaling up around 20% on day four for the Facebook ads. More testing with BookBub ads. I should have found some winning ad creative by now on day four. So I'll be using the ad creative for the new targeting I'm testing with the BookBub ads. And again, I'll just check on the Amazon ads to see how they're getting on as well. And day five, we've got the first promo sites sending out their emails today, which are e-reader news today and books butterfly. So we should see a bit of a peak here, a bit of a spike in sales with these promo sites. And again, I'm going to be increasing the ad spend on Facebook and perhaps a little bit on BookBub as well. I'm going to be starting the ads, the BookBub ads for targets that have worked well in the past with BookBub ads campaigns. So I'm going to be starting those on day five at sort of around 10 to $15 each. Day six then, this is part one of the big push. So around 20% of the total budget for the whole seven day period is gonna be spent today on Facebook ads, BookBub ads, and the promo sites. Now Facebook ads, the budget is gonna be pumped up considerably on this day. This may force the campaigns into learning phase again. That's absolutely fine, I don't mind doing that. Okay, the cost per clicks might go up a little bit and performance may suffer a bit, but it's still gonna get some good results. It would be better if it didn't go back into learning phase, but that's not always possible with Facebook ads. So we'll just see how that goes. Depends how far I push the budget, but I'd like to push it quite a bit on days six and seven. Speaking of day seven then, day seven is part two of the big push. So around 30% of the total budget will be spent today on Facebook ads, BookBub ads, and the promo sites. I'll also be changing out the ads themselves, the Facebook ads themselves and the BookBub ads to say something along the lines of ends today. I found that this sort of wording really helps with conversion on Facebook ads and BookBub ads because there is that scarcity element there. I'm going to be emailing the email list once again to let them know about the final day of book three being at this discounted price. I'll also be doing the same on the social media channels as well. So that is a rundown of what I'm gonna be doing during the launch itself. Finally, we're going to be moving on to what I'm gonna be doing after the launch, so post-launch. The first thing to do is to raise the price of book three, the new release from 2.99 to 3.99. The other books, books one and two and the companion novel, because they're on Kindle countdown deals, Amazon will automatically change those back to their regular list price at midnight Pacific time, so that will happen automatically. But I just need to manually change the price of book three from 299 to 3.99. Next, I'm going to be reducing the Facebook ad spend down to around 50 pound a day. That's spread across all the campaigns. Now some people just like to switch off their ads completely and spend zero dollars the day after the launch. I don't like to do that. I like to run evergreen campaigns, so I always have Facebook ads running at the very least, sometimes Amazon as well. But Facebook is the bread and butter really, and that's always running throughout the whole year. So after a launch, with the books being high in the store, the Amazon stores, then I think it's a good idea to just keep your ad spend going, just to ride the wave, if you like, of that higher rank in the Amazon stores. As I mentioned earlier, I'm also going to be keeping the Amazon ads running, as long as the performance has been and still is strong, or at least relatively strong, because I don't expect much from Amazon ads after seven days, but hopefully they should be doing all right. 
and they should start optimizing very soon, if not already. Finally, we're going to be emailing the email list to thank them for their support during the launch and for putting up with the emails because over the course of the launch and a few days before, they've probably received around five or six emails from us. So I think it's important that you just say thank you for putting up with the emails and for supporting you and buying your books. It just helps with author relations to their readers and with your branding because they're not numbers, these people on the email list, they are real people. So I think it's important that you treat them like people. So that's what I've got for you today. I really hope this has been a helpful and beneficial episode for you. And it's given you a glimpse an insight into how I approach launches. Now promos, they are very similar really, but you just don't have the launch element of the new book. And personally, I tend to spend a little less on promos than I do with launches. So this launch, we're spending around about $3,000. With a promo, I tend to spend between $1,500 and $2,000. So you know, almost about half of what I spend on a launch. Now, as always, I put together show notes for today's episode, which you can access by going to matthewjholmes.com forward slash episode eight. If you haven't done so already and you found today's episode valuable, please do consider subscribing. That would really mean a lot to me. And it also lets me know that you're finding this content helpful and beneficial and valuable. And by subscribing, it will also help this content and this podcast to reach more authors who are venturing into the world of advertising their books. Thank you so much. Now next week, as I'm gonna be partway through the launch of this new book, I'm gonna be giving you an update on how things are going, as well as take you through the process that I follow as I optimize and scale ads for a launch or promo. So another action-packed episode coming up for you next week. Until then, thanks again for listening to today's episode. I hope you've got massive value out of it. And I'm gonna leave you the same way I leave you every single week. Have a fantastic week writing, a fantastic week marketing, and I'll see you again for another episode real soon.